In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! Coming up on today's show, a plan for your retirement income should be built around a plan for how you'll spend your time in retirement. We call it the domino effect, and we break it down straight ahead. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Get Ready for the Future show. As always, we are glad to have you along. My name is Scott Inman, John Shrewsbury, and Janet Walker to my right, the domino effect. And that gets you thinking about those things that most people don't ever see anymore. I guess there are probably places today that you still go and they build big domino uh, spreads. Uh, and you can see it on YouTube. You definitely see it on YouTube. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, that was a big thing for a oh, minute yeah. or two in this country, right? Yeah. I mean, we all played with them as kids, and then they had these big, huge... I mean, I, don't, I said spread. I don't even really know what the word is that you use to describe it. It's but kind it, of like a path or a, a trail or a train or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they set them up and then knock them down, and then they just go all falling Some, in a row. Sometimes as big as a gymnasium. Yes. You're just yeah. all over the place. Seen them yeah. like, it's, yeah. it's an amazing thing to watch. Yeah. When's the last time you held a domino in your hand? Um, it's been a little while, but uh, I, I kind of enjoy dominoes. And It's know, a game. You know, yeah. we, we think about the, the yeah. knocking them down part, it but it's, game. it's a game and that a strategy a, game. It yeah. was a, originally a game. Yeah. Before they decided to start knocking them all down, <laughs> yeah. it was actually a board game. I, I say a board game. It's a table yeah. game. Yeah, probably once made out of, uh, you know, very sturdy materials, and then they became plastic. But, you know, they, everybody's seen them. They know what the dominoes are. But you know what the – concept is when we say domino effect right i mean it's you you get you get them all stacked up in a line and you knock one over and they all start going and, right. and they don't stop if it's done correctly until the last one falls so how does that apply to what we said about retirement income and your retirement well you have to think about what life will be like when you're older not wait until you're older to think about what life will be like and i think that's a hard concept for a lot of people. You know, we've talked about on this show many times that uh, surveys find, John, that people's number one fear going into retirement is to outlive their money. That's what they're aware of, and that's a very real fear that needs to be uh, attacked in your retirement income planning. But one of the things that never pops up is, how am I going to spend my time? And it's because it's, I don't think people are as aware of it. Yeah, I I have conversations on a regular with uh, clients, especially guys, and Mm -hmm. I say, okay, look, there's only so many games of golf that you can play. There are so many fish that you can catch until it just rings hollow and life is going to continue and you can't get up every morning and go play golf and go fish. It's going to rain at some point in time. Mm -hmm. It's going to be too cold at some point in time, all of those things. But what does life really look like? And one of the biggest things, Janet, I think, is is the potential train wreck of a husband and a wife who have essentially, during their working hours, lived separate lives. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, this alien husband has invaded <laughs> the home territory of the wife. And, and they, sometimes that goes the other way. It but could yeah, be, yeah. yeah. But, but all of a sudden... 
you know, they're messing stuff up and yeah. they're, they're leaving crap out all over the house. And, you know, it, it's, they're eating it, at weird times and yes. leaving stuff out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and that can be a real, uh, we, we joke about that, but that can be a real problem. It, it really can be a point of conflict and, you know, not that we're trying to be marriage counselors, but I think it's important for you to think about as a couple and as individuals, what do you want your retirement time to look like? I, I had a, a gentleman, uh, he and his wife have been clients for years and uh, he's a business owner and uh, we we know how that is it, it's not just a job it's your baby it's your family it's everything and so when he retired it's it was very different than just you know you retire from a job that you've had for a few years and he said you know I just needed to shut completely down and not commit to anything I said no to everything uh, and that's been about seven months ago and this week he called me and said okay, I'm ready to go do something now. Mm. And he and his wife are starting to talk about what he will do. She's not going to do really anything else, but she understands his need and his desire to be out of the house. And in for him, it is still to make a difference. He said, I don't know yet what that looks like. I need to get some clarity on that, but I want to be involved and make a difference. So I think the important thing to learn from what they've done is they, they did take some time and they've had some time to think about it and pray about it. But now they're ready. Okay, let's let's go do something. I think if you think about this domino effect or this domino reaction, I think that you could have a chain reaction in a positive way or you could have a chain reaction yeah. in a negative way, depending on how well or how not so well you prepare for this big life change. And, and there are a lot of people that have gone through this and struggled with it. And there are some people that have very successfully made this transition, but it really does uh, demand, I think, some real thought process and some real action. Well, and I think it's important too. One thing that stands out to me when you think about how we unroll this analogy of a domino effect in your retirement, how long it takes to set up that domino line in comparison to how long it takes for it to fall down. Yeah. The world record, for a domino line was 15,524 dominoes. It, you, you know, that doesn't even seem that much to me. No, I, I, I would actually think it would be more than that. Yeah, but if you, you had it. to place every one of those, yes. it would seem like a lot. <laughs> I may go out and set a world record this weekend. What do you think? <laughs> it took an art, a group of artists two days to set up. So it's, they spent two days setting this thing up, and it took five minutes for all 15,000-plus dominoes to fall so the the analogy here for your retirement is is you're, you're going to spend decades especially from a savings and investing perspective yeah. building your nest egg growing your assets and you probably you may have all that even done right right you may yeah. have the income right. set up but if your plan on how you're going to spend your time uh, is like that domino line falling it can unravel quickly well and think about this what if one of those 15,524 dominoes was spaced just a little wide mm. and all of a sudden things are rolling along just fine and then bang, yeah. it just stops right. and all of a sudden the game's over. Yeah. You know, those yeah. are things that, that you have to think about in the, in the setting up of your retirement. And I, I think that there is... There, there's obviously the the mental aspect of this, but there's also the health aspect of mm -hmm. this, yep. uh, and and those two are not mutually exclusive. They interplay very much. And when you think about the fact that someone's brain is engaged in work, you know, most of their life, 
it's very hard on them. They may, they may be like your client. They just want to go and detach for right. a few months, but pretty soon they're ready to get started back. Think of the frustration mm-hmm. if they don't have some sort of a plan, some well, sort of yeah. a methodology to get back in the flow. When you have been so deeply involved in, and for a business owner especially, it goes so far beyond what is the task of your day. You're, you get deeply involved in your team's lives, and uh, there's it, it's pretty extensive. And when you go from, you know, 100 miles an hour all day, every day, to what? We're not doing anything today. What do you mean? I don't think I know how to not do anything. (laughs) You know, it is a very big shift. So you've just got to be intentional about how you want to spend that time. What do you want it to look like? Scott, I think about this kind of like I think about vacation. Everyone around here knows I take short vacations. Mm. Number one, I recharge pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. But secondly, after about four or five days, I'm ready to get back to work. I I really am ready to get back in the flow of things. I'm wondering what's going on back at the office. I'm going, what am I missing? Did did somebody call for me or whatever the case may be? I'm ready to get back. And you think about the fact that if when you actually retire, Mm -hmm. there's nothing to get back to. (laughs) And so all of a sudden you're going to have to think about life completely differently and you've got to fill that void in some way. Maybe it's work. Maybe it's a hobby. Maybe it is, you know, whatever, volunteering. It can be a number of different things. So let's talk about how, you know, when we say if you spend decades stacking those dominoes, it only takes a small amount of time for them to uh, fall down once they've been pushed. In retirement, what does that actually look like? Well, let's talk about the financial side of that because, you know, because I, I can't help but think as I hear you guys talk about retiring not from something but to something that's the mm-hmm. phrase that we use quite a bit here at gen wealth I, I can't help but think maybe someone listening out there is thinking well why is a financial advisor even talking about that right i mean they're about investments right well your retirement as we say around here a lot is more than just investments and from our perspective it's an our investment of us into your life we want a relationship with our clients and be able to see everything that is going on to be able to create the most dynamic and unique retirement income plan for our clients. And when you build a retirement income plan, it's based on monthly income, right? You're using your Mm -hmm. assets that you've spent a lifetime accumulating and now turning it into a distribution stream for yourself so that you don't outlive your money. So how can that not thinking through your plan in retirement affect that? Well, you think about A client who comes in and knows exactly what they want to do and how they want to spend their time, we can help them quantify that, Mm -hmm. right, on a monthly income basis. If they don't have that and they get into retirement and they have that all stop right away and they don't know what to do with their time, what's the first thing they might think they want to do? Go go, spend some money. Yeah, go spend some money, take a lump sum out, buy an RV, go on a major trip. And that hasn't been planned for, and that could really make the domino line fall quickly. Well, you know, if you think about the fact that that the day of the week that you spend the most money in just normal, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, work weeks, the day of the week you spend the most money is Saturday. Yeah, it's the day you go shopping. It's the day you go buy new clothes. It's the day you maybe eat go out. eat out and go you look have at a nothing car. Nothing else to do, so That's you right. spend money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so when you retire, every day is Saturday. Mm-hmm. It, it really is, and so you've got to think about that and go, okay, how is it that I can get through this? Well, let's talk about the number one way that that you get through this, and that is you keep as much pressure off of your retirement 
portfolio as you possibly can. And maybe that involves some part-time work. Now, I know you're sitting here going, John, I've been planning all my life to retire. And now you're talking to me about work. I don't want to work. I'm retired. And I get that. But hear me out on this for just a second. Number one, most people really mentally can't handle a full stop for a long period mm-hmm. of time in retirement. They're back doing something that they, uh, you know, would like to do. I, I remember one of my uh, clients, uh, he retired from a very stressful job and everything, and he couldn't wait, and he was just going to go do all these things and everything. And about six months after he retired, he called me one day. And I could tell that he was on a cell phone, but there was just all this noise in the background. And I said, man, what are you doing? What's what's all that noise in the background? He goes, I'm driving a truck. And I said, you're doing what? He said, yep. One of my buddies has a grapple hauling business, and I was so dead gum bored. My wife was kept, you know, throwing all these things at me to do around the house. I said, I got to get the heck out of here. <laughs> and he got a job driving a gravel truck. Yeah, and, because uh, he, was, he wanted to. Yeah, he wanted to. And he yeah. actually was having fun doing mm-hmm. it. Now, I don't know how long that lasted or anything, but what it did do, is, and the reason for his call was he was calling me to say, I don't need you to send me as much money out of my retirement account because this guy's paying me pretty good and I'm just going to spend that money and I'm going to let my other retirement money build up. That has a very positive effect when you do that. So Scott was talking earlier about why in the world does all of this matter to a financial advisor. That's one side of it that you, you are not going to be dipping into your retirement as much if you have planned for this and you begin to work part time or that type of thing. There's a flip side to that, though, that we also want to prepare for. And that is some intentional spending that you do in retirement. And that is your thing that you want to do. If you've defined how you want to spend your time, one of my favorite stories from from my clients personally is uh, I met uh, it's it's close to 20 years ago now. I met 20 years ago with a couple and the husband said that he wanted to uh, he was taking his vacation time even then to go to Ukraine and work in orphanages and he did ministry in prisons over there and he said that's what I want to continue to do because as long as there's oxygen in my lungs I have a purpose and I want other men to to understand that so his goal in retirement was to not only go himself but for other men to go with him before they were retired so that they would understand that their purpose continues even if it changes from their job to something else Um, now in full transparency that was his vision 20 years ago well now and not due to the war in ukraine but his vision has changed and he and his wife together do a prison ministry well, that takes money. There's there's cost involved in that. And so anyway, we had planned for expenditures as part of his retirement plan beyond food, shelter, clothing, and transportation. But because it's in his plan, they're able to pursue that. I think it's also, uh, I have a good story about a, a client that Tim and I work with that had spent uh, about a 40, 40 year, 40-ish year career uh, working for an, a big insurance company. And when he retired, he had already begun a new side business while he was still working, uh, installing and maintaining sprinkler systems. And he loved it. You know, these are this is a divergence, right? I mean, office work inside most of your most of your career, most of your life, and this got him outside. It was probably very therapeutic for oh, him yeah. in the beginning. Um, but as he turned that into part time work at his retirement, 
dream was to do that full time. And it's an opportunity, and you, you've seen the commercials before, about that second career, or that second act, taking something you love to do, but now since you are financially independent, you don't really have to worry about what you're going to make off of it. Now, he has grown that business very well, and he's not taking much out of his retirement assets either because his business is flourishing and doing well, but he doesn't ha- He has the freedom hmm. to go out and do it as an enjoyment to help people, and the work is enjoying to him and enjoyable to him, and he doesn't have to worry about where the income is going to need to land at the end of the year as a business owner. Scott, you alluded to this a little bit earlier, but I want to go a little bit deeper on it, where you this whole domino thing, that's, that's where he's lined the dominoes up and they're all falling in sequence and it's all working very, very well. Where it runs uh, into trouble is when you have a gap and you go, you know what, I didn't plan for this and now I want to go do all these things. I call it the piggy bank effect. It, this is what happens when somebody has diligently saved and they got a lot of money in their 401k plan and then they hit 59 and a half and all of a sudden the piggy bank is open and they mm-hmm. can go get that money and all the things that yeah. they want to do. They want to do them all and we want to do them all right now before I die, you know, and, and they are not thinking about the long-term implication of that in their retirement program. And I, I just actually wrote a story uh, for U.S. News and World Report about 72T distributions. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they asked me about in terms of a 72T distribution, which is being able to access your retirement before age 59 and a half, What's the danger? And I said, the danger is you try to think about this as spending your money early on and you don't think about the longevity of retirement Mm -hmm. and needing to use that money later to live on, not just to go have fun with. Well, and think about in this calendar year, what we've seen in the market with the downturn and then the upswing, when you have times like that, especially if you're withdrawing those funds early in retirement or really before you're retired in some of these situations, then those assets, you're you're not only selling them when they're low at that point, but as you already referenced, John, you're robbing those assets of that future growth that they could have. And what's going to pay you in the future? What what are you going to use as an income source way down the line? Because when you're taking out ten thousand dollars now, it is multiple tens of thousands of dollars twenty or thirty years down the road. Scott, when you think about the GenWealth difference, that we are education-driven, strategy-based, and team-delivered, when you think about what we're talking about here, this is a strategy-based system that we want to employ for people in retirement. If you don't have a strategy-based system, then you can run into all kinds of financial, mental, or physical problems. You know, if you go home and sit down on the couch and you eat, uh, I don't know, uh, Danishes every day and and watch, you know, TV or whatever, you know. Chips and salsa. uh, Chips and salsa or, (laughs) you know, donuts or whatever your, your, you know, uh, bad food is. If you go do that every day, then physically you're going to be in really bad shape. And if you don't have a plan as far as retirement is concerned in terms of, how to handle the expenses, then you can find yourself spending more money early to kind of appease yourself or occupy yourself when that can be very, you know, dilutive to your overall retirement income. Back to the two sides of that domino 
analogy, the domino effect, if you're wanting them all to fall down in order the way you planned it, the way you set them up, and you talk about that gap that John was mentioning that maybe halfway down the line it stops and it doesn't keep falling in the order that it's supposed to, I can't help but think when you use the word gap that that is one of the big flaws in retirement planning too is counting on the market to provide everything you need from an income perspective, either Mm -hmm. through growth from stocks or a dividend that can vary, there is a big need to identify what is the amount of income you're going to need on a monthly basis, and that amount needs to be guaranteed. And that's an analysis that needs to be done as a first step in your retirement plan is, are your guaranteed income sources going to cover your guaranteed income needs? And those guaranteed income sources are obviously Social Security if there is one or two pensions in play. But if that needs, if there's a gap there, the dominoes are going to stop falling in order. Yeah, and and we believe that that uh, that that base of income, that floor of income, is what provides you the financial security throughout your life. And actually, that floor of income gives you the liberty or the freedom to spend other money and not have to worry about what the end result of that might be as far as your base level of income is concerned. I think one of the other things as we talk about having that floor level of income, that is a, a protective way of thinking, and it's very important. One of the other ways that you can protect yourself in preparing for retirement is to be ready earlier than what you think you're going to need to yeah. be ready. Um, there's some statistics here, a study by Jackson uh, looks at what time or what age people were planning to retire and what age they actually retired. So 72% plan to work to age 65 or later. And obviously, you know, most of them are thinking about Medicare kicking in at that point. So 72% plan to work to Medicare age or later. Only 24% actually work to age 65 or later. So not only are you retiring earlier, and that's one out of every three who's planning to wait till 65 or later, actually stopping, or I'm sorry, actually working to that point. So two out of three retiring earlier than planned. So not only are you pulling from those assets earlier just for your regular needs, but think about if Medicare hasn't hit yet because you're not 65, then you've got a significant expense in your health care to bridge that gap in most cases. And let's talk about why that might be. It could be your health. It mm-hmm. could be the health of your spouse. It could be any number of things. It could be a family member that you have to take care of. It could, it could be, be the, downsizing at your company. Yeah, I was about to say, it could be a loss of, of your job. I just noticed that there was a lawsuit filed by a group of people uh, against a grocery store company the other day claiming age discrimination. Mm. We think that age discrimination has been outlawed and it doesn't happen. And I don't know whether it's happening in this case or not. Obviously, I don't understand the details of that. But I do know that a lot of people feel that yeah. when they are laid off in their late 50s or early 60s. It's it's outlawed on paper, but the difficulty is how do you, how do you, how do you prove, prove that that's yeah. what happened? And we've had that conversation, frankly, with lots of clients over the years that they feel like they're being pushed out the door because somebody you know less than half their age can come in and do their job less expensively yeah and you think about what covid did to that too oh we, my we had yeah. the great the great resignation now some of those people yeah. were doing it voluntarily because sure. they were getting checks and then they had their 401k and a lot of those people are going back to work now but yep. it did it did cause a lot of people to lose their jobs as well so yeah i think about the need there to overfund your retirement. You know, you think about you're walking up to that finish line and you know the amount, or if you know, the amount of assets you need to to make it from 65 on, 
you might want to keep putting a little bit more back, right, to continue to be prepared in case health uh, or a job loss causes you to need to retire earlier. You know, you want to be as healthy as possible as long as possible, not just for health reasons or physical reasons, but financial reasons too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're not spending as much money on medicine and Mm -hmm. doctor visits and tests and things of that nature. Clearly, that's something that, that, you know, a lot of people have to deal with as they transition into their 60s. And talking about transition, Scott, you know, one of the things that's also in that Jackson uh, study that uh, Janet referenced is the planned versus actual transition into retirement. We're big advocates of doing that slow fade into retirement, maybe getting a part-time job or something of that nature. But here's what actually happens. 45% of retirees plan to ease into retirement. Only 18% actually do ease into retirement. Why is that? Maybe, again, it's a health concern. Maybe you just can't stand it anymore. You just hit a wall and, mm-hmm. and you go, I can't do this anymore. And you don't have an alternative to go to. That forethought, that planning, that beginning to think through what you want life to look like can be very valuable when you actually get to that point. When you're having to make that decision in the heat of battle, so to speak, mm-hmm. then it can be really, really tough because you've got to make a move quickly and your options may be limited. I love it here on our content plan. We've got a list of things to consider really working on. And I've I turned 50 next year and I've been thinking about about all of these. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, when as you get a little bit on in life, you start thinking about the value of all of these things like eat a nutritious diet, maintain a healthy weight, stay active, stop smoking, drink moderately or not at all. Reduce stress. Boy, that's a big one. Maintain social contacts and find meaningful tasks like travel and hobbies or volunteering. You know, if you start to think about that before retirement, that can help shape how you plan to spend your time in your retirement years. You know, that retirement is coming. Uh, We can't tell you how long it's going to last for everyone. We can plan for a long retirement because, as I tell my clients all the time, I'd rather plan for a long one and get a short one than plan for a short one and get a long one, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. you don't want to plan for a short retirement and be living a long life. But we do know it's coming at some time for everyone. So doesn't it make sense to plan for your best retirement? Because you don't get any do-overs. Well, and look, full disclosure, I'm now 62. Janet's fond of saying that if I retire, I could draw Social Security, but <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But here's the thing. I, the, the, your health really determines how well you enjoy your latter years. And I had someone tell me the, not too long ago that they said, look, you don't get old and stiff you get stiff and then you get old. Yeah. And, and that huh. has that has actually uh, compelled me to get into stretching exercises. I don't run. I've, I've got, you know, a bad ankle from playing tennis earlier in my in my years. And, and so I don't run or anything of that nature. I hate the idea of going to a gym, but the idea of actually stretching can, and, and I will tell you, you may sit there and laugh and go, what do you mean stretching? Are you stretch Armstrong or something? No, not really. <laughs> but when you stretch your body, your body is not as stiff and you, you have a great time getting up in the morning as opposed to easing out of bed and going, man, I'm getting old. You know, you, you, there's just great benefit to that. And there's great benefit to other activities as well. Pick your activity, but get active. 
pick your food, but but he, eat healthy. Mm-hmm. And those are things that can help you as you get into retirement. It will save you a lot of aches and pains, and it'll save you a lot of money as well. We definitely battle genetics. We battle hereditary heredity yeah. in that for yep. sure. I mean, you, you certainly have uh, not full control over those things, but if you do those things, they certainly uh, add to your longevity and add to your financial success in retirement to be able to cut down or at least keep down those health care costs. And then you think about long-term care coming and all of those things. The health care cost is the big elephant in the room when it comes to retirement income and the success of your portfolio not running out in retirement. All right. So when you put all these things together, as we wind down the show today, the domino effect of retirement, you need to think about what your time spend looks like in retirement and your retirement income plan should be built around that. What if you don't have a retirement income plan? Well, a financial plan can help you intentionally work toward your goals before retirement and live intentionally in retirement. We talk about bringing our clients to and through retirement. You know, we we plan so much, and we talk about this as well. You know, you just got back from vacation. I took one uh, earlier in the summer, and the time spent on that plan now, yours was just a beach trip. Maybe you didn't spend too much on that because you didn't do much, right? I didn't do much, but yeah. Did you spend any time planning it? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. You know, you got to get the verbo, you got to get the plane flights, and yeah. all of that type of thing. You got to get rent the car. You got to decide, okay, where are we going to, you know, spend our time? What are we going to do? But it wasn't like planning a trip to Disney. Not it, to Disney. It, it, was, <laughs> it was not the You've battle done that plan. Too. It yeah. was not the battle plan to attack <laughs> Disney. I can. Uh, we've been there, done that. But uh, no, but there is some planning involved in it. Well, and I, I went somewhere I'd never been before this year. I mean, in, in a foreign country. So it was big, a big uh, onus was placed for me on the planning process because I didn't want to get over there. And, you know, obviously yeah. I don't speak the language. You know, you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're going around a place you've never seen and you probably can't communicate that well. So I spent quite a bit of time planning what we were going to do, how we were going to get around the geography, the map of the island, you know, just trying to figure all that out. So you think about all the time you spend on a vacation, maybe even a night out on the town buying tickets to a ball game or a concert, doesn't it make sense that you spend at least that amount of time or more preparing for a 30-year, potentially a 30-year vacation? Scott, I am one of those people that I can't go anywhere unless before I go, I take out a map or I, I, I pull up on my phone and survey the area. I just want to know where I'm at yeah. relative to other things. Yeah. I can't stand the thought of just landing someplace and going, okay. Uh, turn left, turn what, right, have yeah, the GPS yeah. lead what, you around. What am I doing here? And I, I want to know where I'm going. And I think a financial plan really does give you from a, not only a monetary uh, point of view, but really a life point of view. Yeah. It gives you a, that knowledge of where I'm going. Where you're going and where you are right now when we do those yeah. check-ins along the way. Um, John, as you know, I got um, I, I got an unplanned overnight stay in Chicago recently. I was supposed to be flying through Chicago, only there for a couple of hours. That was not the case, y'all. And so after all the chaos. You about half the country did yeah, that. Yeah, the, I, uh, yeah, most of the country was there with me. Um, but anyway, after all the chaos, I wind up at a hotel room that is a full 30 minute drive from the the airport and they booked it for me so i didn't get to pick it i didn't get to know like here's where it is and all that it's just here it is go so just like what you're talking about i pull up my phone and i'm like what's around me and nearby there was a target 
And all the ladies said, yes, yes, there was a target. (laughs) Because here's the deal. I didn't have everything that I needed for an overnight stay. I, I normally do that. I didn't that time. But there was a target within walking distance. And knowing that made my experience much more enjoyable than if I had just stuck my head in the sand and gone, well, I'm in the hotel. I guess I'll go to the airport in the morning. All you the know. angels sang when she yeah. saw a target. <laughs> yes, it was great. And frankly, it helped me. And there was another lady kind of in the same boat. She's there with three kids. I went and picked her up some stuff at Target, too. It was fabulous. Now, it's not about Target. The point is, do you know where you are? Are you taking advantage of the opportunities around you to prepare you for the trip ahead of you? And in this case, that trip is retirement. So what should your plan include if you've never built one what is your expectation there at gen wealth we have the ready to retire process we'll give you a few bullet points on what that does going through the ready to retire process helps you create a written plan for retirement entailed in that plan is going to be a way to maximize social security you think about how important it is to get the most out of that guaranteed income stream remember we talked about you need your guaranteed income to match your guaranteed income need And so you want to be able to maximize Social Security. Maybe it's to consider a hybrid retirement or a work retirement, easing in by working part-time to take some stress off of your assets. You have to protect against inflation, and that means growing your assets, a portion of your assets, so that you can get raises over time. Securing guaranteed lifetime income is part of the ready-to-retire process. Planning for long-term care and defending against taxes, all part of the gen wealth ready to retire process as you the final bell sounds in our ears so it's time for our final thoughts janet we'll start with you if you want the dominoes to fall seamlessly in your retirement you have to have a plan on how the dominoes are going to be set up and that is your financial plan there are lots of areas scott just uh, went through a pretty good little list of things that are critical to be included in your financial plan the dominoes aren't going to fall automatically they have to be set up they have to be put in the right sequence And in that vein, Janet, I would say design your life. Retirement is up to you. You should fend for yourself, but not go it alone. What does that mean? You need to be thinking about the things that you want and need to do in retirement. Then you need to come alongside your financial advisor and create a written plan to have uh, that awareness of not only where are you right now, but what does the future hold? What is the future going to look like? How are you going to pay for the things that you want to have? And we have a free uh, available resource for you to take that first step to find out what your chances are for a successful retirement. All you have to do is visit 15minuteretirement.com. That's the number one and the number five, and then spell out minuteretirement.com. Or you can text the word CHECKUP to 501-381-5228. Again, that number, and I would suggest that you write this number down because we have all kinds of opportunities for free resources beyond this one. But text the word CHECKUP to 501-381-5228. For your 15-minute retirement checkup, take the first step in finding out if you have good chance of a successful retirement. And that's all the time we have for this week's Get Ready for the Future show, The Domino Effect of Retirement, thinking about how you're going to spend your time and building a retirement plan around that. We thank you for listening and watching, and we'll see you again next time. Thank you for listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. 
If you enjoy hearing from the Gen Wealth team every week, make sure and subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to help us get the word out on building toward financial independence, leave us a rating and review. The Gen Wealth financial team is available to you 24 7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866 653 PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. GenWealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.